Hello everyone and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Raymond Lowe, partner at Sean Delamore & Co. Along with bringing you updates and critical events happening around the world, we are also fortunate to have the chance to touch base with our local ELA lawyers that practice on the ground in these countries. Our local ELA lawyers are always providing legal solutions to help their local clients navigate through various employment issues. Today, we'll be traveling to China to discuss about mental health issues in the workplace. Joining me today is Yu Hao Chang from the firm of Junhe. Welcome to the show, Yu Hao. Good to have you today. Hello, Raymond. Hello, everyone. This is Yu Hao Chang from Junhe in China. I'm an associate of Junhe Employment Law Team. Now, Yu Hao, can you give us an overview on the mental health issues in the workplace in China? Is mental health a rising concern affecting employers and employees in your country? Sure. I believe mental health issues in workplace are becoming increasingly under the spotlight in China, especially about the local arms of the multinational companies here. Based on a recent ADP report I saw, more than half of the Chinese employees believe that they are experiencing stress from work every day. And some of these employees might eventually be facing the medical condition of depression, mental disorder, which some would believe this should be work-related. Currently, many employers in China will provide employees a system program, EAP program, or similar services in the company to help with employees dealing with mental health issues. Yes. Now, in light of the rising concern in mental health issues, let us talk about employer and obligations in dealing with mental health issues in the workplace. Can mm -hmm. an employer require an employee with suspected mental health issues to take leave or to take time off? It depends on how seriousness of the employee's situation as required by the laws in China. When a person being suspected of having mental disorder, endanger or attempt to endanger the safety of others, his or her employer has the legal obligation to take measures to stop the person and take the person to a medical institution. However, if the situation is not urgent, the employer would not have the right to require the concerned employee to leave the office. Actually, there was a case in 2020. The company was ordered to make up the salary losses and compensate the individual's emotional loss of RMB 10,000 for wrongfully enforced the individual to a medical institution for mental diagnosis. Yes, indeed. Now, Yuhao, taking it a step further, would it be legally possible for an employer to require his or her employee to seek medical attention? And what happens if the employee declines to do so? Yes, it should be legally possible. And in some cases, the employer has the obligation to do so. However, if the employee declines, we would generally recommend the employers resorting to the employee's family members and even the police for further action. I see. And I understand in China, there's a social insurance scheme. 
Now, how is mental health treatment considered under China's social insurance? Can the cost of treatment be covered by statutory medical insurance? And further, is medical treatment leave the same? We believe that the answer is no. An employee's mental illness should not be covered by the social insurance or treated as work-related injury in China. The law and relevant regulation actually specific a list of disease and units that could be deemed as work-related injury. While based on our understanding, mental illness or mental injury is not among the list, for example, not including depression. I personally think the main reason for this will be how to define the causation for the government, which is hard. But employees with mental health can take medical leave and enjoy the statutory non-work-related injury entitlements, such as a statutory medical treatment period and salary. And also, they will be protected from termination on certain legal grounds. I see. Now, in employment, there's this concept called occupational illness. Now, you how can mental health issues be considered as an occupational illness and therefore covered under the occupational injury insurance in China? And following to that, what about employee deaths arising from mental health? Have there been any cases, you know, of these cases uh, lately? You know, you mentioned about it earlier. Would you elaborate on that? As discussed before, the mental health issue generally would not be dealt with as an occupational illness or work-related injury. But I'm aware of one case in 2016. In that particular case, the employee was diagnosed as mental disorder and depression due to a mental stimulation at the office during the office hour. The employee first applied for work-related injury benefits and entitlement under the statutory social insurance scheme, but failed. But later, the decision of the social insurance authority was overturned by local court because the court believed that this should be a work-related injury, as it all happened at work. Now, we are beginning to see more workplaces providing disability benefits in the workplace. Now, you how? In China, would employees with mental health issues have access to disability benefits? And if so, how does the diagnosis work? Are employees assessed on the same levels of disability, similar to physical disabilities? I don't think so, because mental health issues will not qualify uh, occupational illness or work-related injury. I see. Now, I want to move on to employment protection in China. In your country, can an employer legally terminate an employee's employment on the basis of a lack of mental health fitness? If so, what are the rules? You know, should employers be aware of any of the trappings, you know, the do's and don'ts? This termination would be the same as the approach of terminating a sick leave employee under Chinese law. The employee can be terminated by mutual concern or unilaterally if his or her statutory medical treatment period has been used up. The statutory medical treatment period will be from 3 to 24 months, depending on the employee's seniority and service years. Now, we all know that workplace harassment and bullying, they are on the rise in many countries. What if, you know, in China, an employee bullies or harasses another employee in the workplace? 
which results in mental health issues. Now, would the victim have any legal recourse against the parties involved? Uh, more importantly, you know, would the employer be liable in such a situation? The employee will have the right to claim infringement of personal rights against the employer. We do see some cases, but in most cases, the employer will not be held liable due to the absence of causation. I see. Now, Yuha, I understand that in China, there's a new law called the Personal Information Protection Law. I understand that this affects communications and records regarding employee mental health issues. Now, could you elaborate on this, you know, and, and what are the additional obligations that an employer should be aware of, you know, in dealing and maintaining, you know, the employee medical records? Yes, there are some changes. Under the new personal information protection law, medical information and medical materials will be deemed as an individual's sensitive personal information. And the processing of such information will need the employee's separate concern for example, to sign a separate concern letter. Yes, uh, well, Yuhao, it has been my pleasure to have you, you know, on this show. Thank you for your very on-the-point answers. You know, I find that very fascinating. And also for your time, you know, that you have spent to share your views with our listeners. If you'd like to connect with Yuhao, please click on his biography in the description of this podcast. Also visit the ELA website at ela.law where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars download white papers and on-demand content from our online library, or even assess the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You have been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Raymond Lowe, and thank you very much for listening.